Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Project Do It Yourself podcast. I'm Avi. Check us out on Instagram at Project Do It Yourself. Today, I'm here with Rachel. Rachel, could you introduce yourself for the audience? Hi, I'm Rachel and I live in Washington, D.C. I'm a designer by day, but a self-proclaimed do-it-yourselfer by night. Oh, that's great. <laughs> You're going to fit right in here. <laughs> Good. So you worked on a, a desk, yes. like a, a custom desk for your work area? Yes. After about six months of working from home in the pandemic, I was working at my dining room table and decided I needed an actual desk space. You're not alone in that. <laughs> yeah. It just took me way too long. And it took me even longer to get a desk chair, like an actual desk chair. It took me a year into the pandemic for that. Wow, so really? now I'm fully set up and I could work here forever. That's great. So tell me about uh, this desk uh, that you put together. So I have little to no woodworking skills. And I'm very picky in terms of what I was looking for. I looked through many a YouTube rabbit holes trying to find an easy DIY desk, something that I could easily put together by myself by renting a car or a truck and going to Home Depot and getting supplies. So I needed space for an external monitor, my laptop, but then I also do collage in my free time. So I knew I wanted some extra space for my collage materials in addition to stuff I do for my day job. So I knew I wanted like a seven foot long desk Okay. <laughs> and I couldn't find anything online that fit what I wanted. Like I needed a lot of storage for my paper clippings. I needed a lot of desk space. So I actually cobbled together a couple of YouTube tutorials to build it. What's some of your DIY experience up to this point? So one of my hobbies during the pandemic has been a lot of like nesting or interior design in my own home. So I've painted a little bit on my walls, like painted shapes. I've, I did refinish a side table. Very first DIY project was refinishing a side table that took a lot longer than I expected. So I learned a little bit about like staining and sanding and that came in handy with the desk. Yeah, those are like the main projects. Did you do a thing when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. So I grew up doing DIY with my parents. My parents have always been building things from scratch. My dad especially just has an affinity for just trying to make things out of wood. And that's definitely where I got it. If I had more space, I live in a one-bedroom apartment. If I had more space, maybe another human to help me <laughs> carry things <laughs> on a regular basis, then I could see me like really trying to do this more. But yeah, it's very hard to do as a single person with limited tools and limited space. Got it. So did you collect any tools during the pandemic to help you with these projects? I have bought a level and I couldn't get the right depth for this desk. So I did have to buy two pieces of wood that I had pre-cut at Home Depot and then would glue them together, which was much more difficult than I thought it would be. And honestly, I would do this desk 100% different if I were to do it again, <laughs> for sure. But it serves its purpose. And even with its imperfections, I feel very proud of it. Every time something tilts a little bit or is a little wobbly in a place that I wish it wasn't wobbly, I don't know. It's just a point of pride for me, even though it's not perfect. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. I, I think a lot of people can relate to wanting to do it again a little differently or, or better with some experience. Do you mind talking through the process that you did to build this desk? Yeah, so I'm a 
graphic designer, like I said, so I'm a very visual person. I'm also not good at math. I do like to draw out what my vision is, but then figuring out the right proportions and how it'll actually come together is very difficult for me. So it takes a lot of planning. I, I like to do a lot of photoshopping just to see what something will look like in a space before I actually do it. So there was a lot of that, like pre-planning, a lot of doing the math over and over again. So basically I built like a desktop, like I bought two Ikea cabinets and the main issue was that one was a little bit lower than the other. So then I had to figure out how to heighten one side of the desk, which I did with, shoot, I forget the name of them. They're like the, you'd probably know, these things. Oh, uh, shims? Yeah, shims. So learned about shims. <laughs> I basically just have some shims on the one side that's lower, the build it up. So that's something I would probably do differently. I feel like it's really cobbled together. So I measured everything out, had an idea in mind, looked up what types of wood would be good for this because I knew I wanted to stain it and put like a gloss over it so that I could write on it, write on paper and stuff. Went to Home Depot a couple of times because the first time their saw was broken. So had a couple of trips to Home Depot and bought all the stuff. And I would say the hardest part of this was gluing two seven foot pieces of wood together. I had never done that before. So that was the most difficult. I used a lot of string. This is like very do-it-yourself. Like I like definitely had in my mind that it would go a lot better than it did. A lot of string tied as tight as it could while the wood glue was drying. But it actually worked pretty well. So my research paid off, I think. And the shims. The shim was work wonders. Was that a recommendation you saw on YouTube or how did you uh, decide to use string? You know, it's probably subconsciously from YouTube. But in the moment, I felt like it was just an obvious thing. I was like... How am I going to get these two things together? I don't have the vice grips or anything that's like remotely going to work here. So what do I have? That's what I do a lot of times. Like, what do I have lying around the house that I can make work for this project? I don't mind acquiring tools. Like, I, oh, I did buy a drill during the pandemic, which has been super helpful. I hope to acquire more as <laughs> the DIY projects increase and hopefully my skills increase. Absolutely. And as your space, interior space increases to yes, allow exactly. more tools. So did anybody uh, help you on this project or was it really just on your own, the whole thing? This was on my own. Totally. Yeah. It's definitely difficult, again, with the two pieces of seven foot long pieces of wood. But I actually, I'm very proud of myself that almost all the things that I have done in my apartment have DIY'd, have almost completely been done by myself. So part of that's living alone during the pandemic. Part of that's wanting to try and accomplish something without another person. And um, part of it's not wanting to ask <laughs> friends all the time <laughs> for help. So how do you feel about having all these things that you've put together yourself? It feels, I feel like a sense of pride that I'm able to like make something up in my head and then make it happen. And the fact that I'm like making these things in my own space and I get to live with them in my space. It just feels really good that I'm not just filling my home with a lot of things that other people have. It feels like very unique in myself and that I'm growing and like evolving with the space that I'm living in. That's really great. With the completion of this desk, is there something you're looking at doing next? So I rent. I'm currently trying to figure out how long I want to rent slash how much more is worth like actually doing. For example, I painted like a half circle shape on my wall in my bedroom, which you can see behind it. But yeah. I would like to paint more in my house, but determine I, I keep having to think about how long I'm going to be here because 
I know I'm going to have a lot to do before I move out. I also have a pretty intense gallery wall in my living room that's floor to ceiling, wall to wall gallery wall with a lot of nails in the wall. I need to make a decision on how long I'm going to stay if I'm going to do anything to like the existing walls. In terms of building anything from scratch, I do like have a side business of selling thrifted stuff and I have cobbled together some shelving units behind me to store everything, but I would like something a little bit better and more suited to what I need. So I could probably see like a shelving unit in my near future. So a little bit more woodworking sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit more woodworking. Might as well. You've already mentioned some of these, but are there any lessons learned for next time? I think it would be very helpful if I had a little bit more of a lack of ego. Uh, I get really intimidated going to Home Depot as a single woman. There were like several questions I wanted to ask about. Like I, my ideal wouldn't have been to get two pieces of wood and cut them in half and put them together. But I was too intimidated to ask anybody for help. And I think if I would have just asked for help, I might have come up with a solution that didn't require so much DIY on my part. I also think... Asking friends. Yeah, maybe it's just like lack of ego in general, because I think I could ask my friends a little bit more for help too. I just try and operate like I can do everything myself. And I think doing some DIY projects, especially when you're dealing with heavier things or something you're not as familiar with. Now that we're talking about it, it's funny because I have no problem asking for help at work. (laughs) Outside of work, I'm like, I can do it by myself. So yeah, I think I would just ask for help more, whether it's from a professional or a friend. Oh, and also patience. I struggle with patience in general, but even when I was gluing the two pieces of wood together, I was too impatient for it to dry completely. And then I messed part of it up and then it warped a little bit. And yeah, sometimes projects take a long time and they take a long time because that's what there's like, that's the amount of time required to complete something and not because I can't do it. Or sometimes you have to let paint dry or you have to let glue set you can't rush certain parts of the project along and I'm a pretty impatient person so I think I try to and then sometimes we'll mess it up and then learn my lesson that way I think those are all great messages Did, and I mean this is great I'm like doing a moratorium right now with you on my project and now I feel like I'm learning things that I haven't even had time to think about that I learned from this so this is actually <laughs> very helpful that's great. I, I didn't realize this podcast could be a form for post-processing of uh, yeah. projects. But if that is, then maybe I can get a few more people on here to think about what they would like to do next time. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I think those are all really great lessons learned. So thank you for sharing all of that. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for asking me. This podcast is sponsored by Project Do Yourself. Check us out at Project Do Yourself on Instagram. Know someone who would be a good fit for this podcast? Email me at podcast at projectdoityourself.com. The theme song was written by Arlen Straussman. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next week.